Welcome into Straight Up Sports. I am your host, Devin Albertson. And before I start this podcast about Missouri 8-Man football, I want to thank everyone who has wished me good luck and congratulations because um, yesterday was announced, I guess Wednesday, you'll be hearing this on Friday. Uh, Wednesday was announced I will be the high school varsity boys basketball coach at Nottoway Holt. It's where I grew up and went to school at, so I'm really excited for that opportunity to coach the boys over there in basketball season. Don't worry. I'll still be calling football games until the season is over through the state championship game, most likely, uh, for K&IM. So I'll still be doing that um, going forward, but um, I am doing that starting in November for practices. So in December, first week of December is the Mount State Tournament. So I'll be really busy, but it's something I'm used to at this point. Um, we've already talked about last week and all the stuff that happened there and a couple of big wins. Uh, we're going to go into week four now. Week four, you're starting to figure out who are the good teams, who are the pretenders a little bit um, as the season goes forward. I think there's a couple of teams who are still going to emerge as pretty solid teams that have played some really tough schedules so far, but we're going to kind of see here. Um, up next, first game we have here, 275, East Ash, number number three in the state, at DeCab. DeCab has faced a ranked opponent for their fourth straight week. Of course, opened versus Rockport, who's number nine, and then they played uh, King City, who was 10, Livingston, who was 10, and now they're playing number three, East Atchison. They lost uh, brutally fashion last week to Livingston, 58-12. to I think they're going to lose again this week pretty bad. East Atchison, just a different animal, and they'll be able to shut down the Cavs running game a little bit. Give me East Atchison on the road against DeCab. DeCab played a little better at home this year. They are 2-0 at home. I just think the Wolves are just too good. Give me uh, Jake McEnany. He's playing really well. He had a big game week one versus Livingston. He had a huge game last week versus Southfield. Now he holds through the air this time. Uh, I think East Atchison just too good for DeCab in this one as the Wolves are one of the best teams in 275 and best team, one of the best teams in the state, which is obvious to the number three ranking. Up next, the first of four ranked uh, top ten matchups of the week. Uh, number six, Southwest Livingston at number one, Mountain City. I don't think Livingston's going to be able to compete in this one. <coughs> they just... They're too one-dimensional. I know Chase Neptune has stepped up a little bit the last couple of weeks to give Anderson a co- another weapon there on that offense, but Mac Anderson is what makes their offense goes. Mountain City does a really good job of shutting down. If you have one great weapon, they do a great job of shutting that down. T.J. Hopkins is probably the best player in the state. Um, from a defensive perspective, I think he is. He's just an animal. He's also a really good fullback for him. Mountain City is just too good, too talented. I think they uh, roll pretty easily, especially at home there versus Livingston. Uh, give me the Panthers to win that one and keep their number one ranking going into next week. Uh, Rockport at Northwest Nottoway. I think Rockport wins this one. Joey Heron ran for a, a school record 307 yards last week in their win over Stewartsville. He leads the le- uh, state in rushing with 822 yards, uh, which is a uh, 217 yards above Jacob Moen, who's second in the state. So he is blowing everyone away there. He also has a state lead in touchdown runs with 12, one ahead of Kaiser Hughes from from Northern Harden Central, and two ahead of uh, Mac Anderson from Livingston and Andrew Alarcon from Worth County with 10 apiece. So Joey Heron just too much there. Uh, Northwest Nottoway just not very good right now. Give me Rockport to win that game. Uh, the game that I'll be calling Platte Valley at South Nottoway Holt in Graham. I'm not going to give a prediction here, but the Spartans, um, this is their first game against a team that's not ranked in the top 10. Uh, they've opened up at home versus Worth County. Then they played Livingston, only lost by four. Maybe should have won that game. Then last week lost by 25, 35 um, over in East Hatchison. So a tough loss there for the Spartans. Um, 
They don't quite have the horses to beat the best teams in the state, but I think they're going to start getting some wins here next over the next couple of weeks before they play Mound City in week six, I believe, and kind of get into that game, get back to 500 or so for the Spartans. They're still a solid team. Their 0-3 record is definitely not indicative of how talented that team over uh, there is for the Spartans. Uh, Non-conference matchup here, Stewartsville at number eight, Oric. Oric was upset last week uh, by Drexel, 39-38. to Expect Oric to come out with a... Uh, vengeance this week. Take it out on Stewartsville. Give me Oric to win that one um, over Stewartsville. And then we go to the GRC. There's two ranked matchups in conference play this week. Number seven, Albany at number four, Worth County uh, is the first of the two. This is a very interesting matchup. I do like what Worth County brings on offense. I think they're going to be able to score against most teams in the state this year. It's very evident. Um... With their potent attack this year, they're number two in scoring, averaging 68 points per game on offense. They're very good that way. But they're allowing 37 points per game on the other side. Uh, Albany, on the other hand, they're scoring about 47 points per game, allowing 29, which is the sixth best on defense in the state. I like Albany quite a bit. I think they're really well coached. I think they're going to be a very tough out this year, of course. I believe it's Dawson Butterfield is top seven. This year in rushing touchdowns, but he has seven rushing touchdowns, 341 yards, is top 10 in the state in rushing as well. Um, I've went back and forth in this one because I think these two teams are both really good. Um, I'm going to take Worth County at home just to barely squeak this one out, but I would not be surprised if Albany won this one. Um, don't really have a big upset of the week this week, I don't believe. Um, I think a lot of the favorites are going to win this week, but if there was going to be an upset, it would be Albany over Worth County. Um, Talking to people from Mountain City last week, they still think Albany is the real deal. Mountain City got a couple of uh, big plays there to open that game up. They still think Albany is very good. Uh, Worth County, they're going to be able to put points up. I think they're going to be able to outscore Albany in the long run. Uh, give me Worth County to squeak by that one. Second-ranked matchup, number nine, King City at number two, Pattonsburg. Pattonsburg survived North Angel last week, 68-62. to I think they... Um, Dispatched King City fairly easily here. King City just doesn't have the firepower to keep up Pattonsburg offense like North Andrew does. Uh, so give me Pattonsburg to win this game fairly easily at home uh, for the Panthers in that one. As I believe they're, them and Mount City are kind of a step above everyone else in the state right now. Um, as well, kind of East Ashton. I think North Andrew is also really good. So we'll get to North Andrew here in just a minute. Uh, Bishop LeBlond at Stanbury. LeBlond gets their first... Eight-man win last week over Veritas Christian, 75-14. to Stanbury, they've now lost a couple games in a row here to King City and to Albany. Um, they might not win another conference game all year. This is an out-of-conference matchup. I do believe Stanbury will win this one just barely over LeBlanc, um, but I would not be surprised if all LeBlanc goes into Stanbury and beats them. Stanbury is just very young, and they're just not very good this year. And I don't think LeBlanc is very good either because they just beat Veritas Christian, who's not very good. Uh, but they got ran by North Andrew and Pattonsburg the first two weeks, which are very good teams. So it's the Le, LeBlanc is kind of the story is not really written on them because they've faced two really good teams and one bad team. They're one and two. So about what you expect there from LeBlanc. They got Stanbury this week. Uh, next week they got a bye, actually before they go and play Liberal down south. And then they play Northwest Nottaway, Bramer, and Liberal again. So they could end their season fairly well for LeBlanc. This is probably their biggest game left uh, to kind of gauge where they're at um, talent-wise. 
Uh, up next, Bramer at number nine, North Shelby. North Shelby should run away with this one fairly easily. Um, Coach Bass has them playing very well after their first week one loss to Waco, Iowa. They've rolled the last couple of weeks. They finally beat Norburn Harden Central, which is a big monkey off their back. I heard him talking about this past week, how big that was for the program to finally beat the Aggies over there. They've had a hard time getting over that hump, and it cost them an outright title in the conference last year. This year, they got that win, so good for them. Uh, Ethan Geisendorf is 7th in the state in rushing, 433 yards. Dayton Metz, um, 164 yards passing, another 293 rushing. He's been very good for them as well as he has 457 yards total offense. Uh, Geisendorf, Geisendorf, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. I have no idea how to pronounce it. 496 yards of offense um, on the season. Uh, North Andrew, I'm sorry, North Shelby, very good right now. They're playing very Solid football. I mean, they just beat Norburn Harden last week. They destroyed Hughesville the week before that. They're kind of hitting their stride here. They play Bramer, which should be a pretty easy win before they play North Andrew at home next week. And that'll be a huge game for that program. They just got to get through a Bramer um, healthy. Only thing there. Uh, speaking of North Andrew, they are home again this week. Number four, North Andrew, hosting number nine, Osceola. I cannot stress how big of a game this is for Osceola. Um, if you want to get respect, if you're one of the southern schools or one of the schools that are not in the northwest part of Missouri, so outside the Pattonsburg, Worth County, Mound City, uh, North Andrews kind of schools, Livingston, to get more respect and get some of the media members to buy into what you're doing down south, the southern schools and North Shelby, I'll include them in here, have to get big wins in their out-of-conference game when they play these teams up north. I mean, we've seen... Not a whole lot of crossover games. I'm trying to figure out some other games earlier in the year that would have had these. Um, none really in week one. It was pretty isolated north and south. Uh, week two, trying to see if there was any, no big crossover games there either. Um, week three, last week, I'm trying to think. I'm just trying to do this on the fly a little bit here. And they were all pretty separated. So you still haven't seen any of those crossovers north to south. You've seen some from the GRC in the 275 with DeKalb beating King City, Mound City beating Albany, Worth County beating South Holt and Holt. Those are good to gauge where those two conferences are kind of strength-wise with each other. Uh, but we haven't seen any of the north versus south. You get a couple of those this week with Stewartsville, who's a below-average 275 team, versus Orc, who's probably one of the better teams in the um, – CRC, the Central River Conference. So that's a huge game for Oric to maybe get a big win there and kind of prove that, hey, this is where we're kind of at. Uh, this one for Osceola. I believe Osceola is in the Wemo Conference this year. Yes, they are. Um, it'd be a big win for them if they beat North Andrew. If they could go to North Andrew and upset North Andrew, that gives the Southern Schools so much more credibility going on later in the year. Even if they don't go down there and beat North Andrew, if they can go down there and just hang with them for four quarters and be in that game the entire time, that'll give teams like Osceola, Appleton City, Drexel, Oric more credibility going forward. They can actually compete with the big boys up north because there's a lot of perception out there, and some of that is – uh, pushed by me that the Northern schools are just a little bit better right now. So this week, North Andrew has two big games this week and next week to kind of gauge where the Southern schools are at or the teams that aren't Northwest Missouri as they host Osceola this week and go to North Shelby next week. Those are two huge gauge games um, to kind of see where the schools that are not in Northwest Missouri, how they kind of match up a little bit. I do think North Andrew wins this one kind of going away. They're very, very talented. So it's a tough matchup for Osceola. Um, 
I can't talk about OCL and not talk about their quarterback, Tyler Guerin. Um, 719 yards passing. He also has how many yards? 300 yards rushing. He leads the state in actually all-purpose yards with 1,019 just pa- ahead of Stephen Wilhite for Pattsburgh, who has 1,003 yards, and Mac Anderson from Livingston, who has 986 yards. So those are the top three when it comes to yards per game. Also, Blake Buchanan has 812 going into last week. Oric has not put their week three stats up. Hopefully they have those up soon. I'm kind of interested to see how he did last week, if he can stay. But give or take 200 yards, he's in that top three somewhere. So In that top four with Garen, Wilhite, and Anderson. So that's interesting to see there. Tyler Garen uh, leads the state in all-purpose yards, total yards, is second behind Wilhite in total touchdowns. Uh, Garen has 18, Wilhite has 20. Um, so also Anderson has 20 as well for Southwest Livingston. So very interesting to see how that kind of shapes up. But Tyler Guerin, he's going to lead that offense versus Jaden Baker and the bevy of talent North Andrew has there, including Ecker, who played really well versus Pattonsburg. North Andrew almost upset Pattonsburg last week, only lost by six. At home, 68-62. It's a huge game for North Andrew. They only lost six. They didn't get as many two-point conversions as Pattonsburg did. So North Andrew is a very good football team. I actually, even though they lost, I bumped them over Worth County in my rankings this past week in my vote for the media poll. So big game here. I do think North Andrew wins, though. Norborn Harden Central at Drexel. This is a good matchup for the CRC versus the Wemo. Uh, Drexel coming off a big win over Oric. I think Drexel wins again, and I think you start getting them some recognition, possibly getting into the top 10 in the media poll next week. Uh, Liberal at Chillahowie. Liberal should win easily. Northwest Hughesville at Appleton City. Appleton City, probably the best team that isn't ranked right now. Um, I had them in my top 10. I know. Uh, my guy Anthony Crane over the Daily Forum. He's big on Appleton City right now. Uh, I think we're both we both ranked him at number seven or eight or so in our polls. Um, Appleton City. I think they're a pretty solid football team. If you if you've seen what they've done so far this year, they beat Rich Hill pretty easily week one. They cruised to a win over Drexel in week two, and last week they beat Casey East Christian. So they got three wins in the year. It's kind of hard to gauge those teams down south, but I like what they're doing. They play Hughesville this week. It should be an easy win for them. And then next week, they play at Chillahowie. Should be another pretty easy win. So they get the 5 0 pretty easily. Pleasanton, Kansas in week 6. I'm guessing 6 0. And then they got Osceola in week number 7. That's a huge game down there for the Wemo Conference and for district standings going forward over there. So give me Appleton City this week over Northwest Hughesville. And then Decatur. Arkansas at Rich Hill. Don't know anything about Decatur. Don't really know a whole lot about Rich Hill either. Rich Hill, I think they win that one though and get another um, eight-man win. They'll go to two and two on the year, which will be big for them. So that's what the games. We got 14 games going on this week. Um, travel. I have not done that yet, so I can't tell you all the matchups there and how far everybody's traveling. That's on me. I thought I did that. I have not yet. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, we'll go to standings here real quick and kind of looks. However, things breaking down. I did go to Misha, look at their district standings, which are more important in my mind than the conference standings because that's what the playoffs are based on. Uh, district 1, right now it goes Osceola, Appleton City, Drexel, Liberal, Rich Hill, um, Northwest Hughesville, Chillahowie. Seems about right to me. I think it's going to come down to Osceola and Appleton City for that region, for that district, to see who's going to be in the state semifinal. And we'll know after this week if the, either one of those teams can kind of compete with the teams up north, depending on what Osceola does at North Andrew. District number two, right now it's Oric, 
North Shelby, Livingston, Stewartsville, Norbert Harden Central, and then Bramer. Um, if I had to choose two teams to compete for this district, I would choose North Shelby and Livingston, actually, with a slight edge to Livingston because of Mac Anderson. Uh, I don't think Oric uh, will be able to beat either one of those teams in the playoffs. And we'll see Oric versus North Shelby, I believe, in week number nine this year um, in North Shelby. So we'll see how that kind of shape up, shapes up there. But Livingston, they're going to get a lot of wins so far this year. I think they're going to go into um, – the end of the regular season, I believe, with probably seven wins. So, depending on how they do versus King City in week number nine. So, six or six and three or seven and two going into the playoffs for Livingston, I believe. I think they've already played two of the toughest teams in the conference. They play Mountain City this week, and then after that, until they play King City, they should be able to feast on some of the other teams in the 275. So, Livingston, I believe they'll probably be the one seed in that, in that district going into the playoffs. Um, I think North Shelby will probably be the two seed. That's just my inkling right now, uh, but we'll see how it goes. District number three, you got Pattonsburg, then Albany, Worth County, King City, Platte Valley, Stanbury, and Northwest Nottoway. It's just weird seeing Stanbury at six in their own district. Stanbury, has, as many of you guys know, have been so good over the past 10 years, at least, 20, 25 years. They really haven't had a season this uh, porous in a long time. But they're really young. They'll bounce back next year. Um, but I still think they'll be that five or six seed, depending on how Platte Valley does the rest of the year, um, battling there. I think Northwest Valley is pretty much locked for that bottom seed right now in district number three. I do believe Pattonsburg is still the head um, bet on favorite to win that district, but Albany Worth County could give them issues. Uh, King City, I don't think they're going to give Pattonsburg enough issues to really be a threat. So, And good thing for Pattonsburg, they only have to play either Albany or Worth County in district play. So look at the winner of that game coming to their house for the district championship game. So I think Pattonsburg um, does get out of district number three um, to go to the state semifinal. And then district number four, which I thought district three was loaded to start the year. That's before Stanbury kind of fell off a little bit. District four is actually loaded. They got the number one team in the state, Mountain City, the number three team in the state, East Ashton, the number four team, North Andrew, then Rockport and Decatur are both getting votes as well. LeBlanc got votes last week. The team that's 0-3 right now, Southwold Nottoway Hold, I believe is actually the fourth best team in this in this district. Um, so it's interesting to see how this district is going to work itself out a little bit. You do have DeCab at Southwold Nottoway Hold next week. That's huge for district and conference standings for those two teams. But right now it goes Mound City, East Ashton, North Andrew, Rockport, DeCab, LeBlanc, Southwold Nottoway Hold. If the season ended right now, you'd have Rockport and DeCab flip-flopping because DeCab beat Rockport head-to-head. So that's what would happen right now. Plenty of time for those two teams to kind of work their way fluidly through the standings a little bit. But... As good as I think East Ashton and North Andrew are right now, I think uh, both of those teams could have a chance of upsetting Mountain City. And right now, that East Ashton North Andrew game in the second round of districts would be lit. I would love to go to that game. I'd probably actually push my bosses to go broadcast that game because um, either it'd be that one, maybe Worth County Albany, maybe Rockport Mountain City, depending on what they would go right now for me, but I would really push to go to North Andrew East Ashton. I think that game would be so much fun to watch and how those two teams would match up with each other. But that's a little ways down the road. I'm getting way ahead of myself, but that's just the way I see it right now. That would be so much fun to watch those two teams play um, in week number two of district play. Uh, This is what we have right now. Undefeated teams, we are down to just five. Appleton City, East Ashton, Mound City, Osceola, and Pattonsburg are your five Undefeated teams, technically Worth County is undefeated in 
Missouri play, they did lose to uh, Drexel as well as North Shelby. Sorry, they didn't lose to Drexel. They lost to uh, Bedford. North Shelby lost to Waco. So those two teams are actually undefeated in Missouri eight-man play. They do have losses on their schedule, though. And then winless teams, we still have a four. Bramer, Chillahowie, Northwest Nottoway, and South Holt Holt. One of those teams is not like the others. That's all I'm going to say right there. Uh, Bramer, Chillahowie, Northwest Nottoway are going to struggle to get a win this year. I think the Spartans will still find a way to get close to 500 by the end of the season. That's just my inkling right now. Um, that's kind of the way it's shaping up. Um, anything else really important here? trying to think um media poll i didn't talk about that a whole lot um but kind of weird this week with the way the voting kind of came out there was a tie for fourth and a three-way tie for ninth so you actually had 11 teams ranked this week uh start with mount city they got four first place votes 67 points overall they're the number one team again in the state for the fourth week in a row pattensburg number two they got two first place votes uh, 64 overall points. East Ashton, number three, getting one first place vote with 56 total points. Uh, North Angeles and North County both tied at 46. Um, in mine, I did have North Andrew a little higher, but that's just the way it goes. Um, but they're tied about six. They both play ranked teams this week, so we'll kind of see how that goes. Uh, number six, Southwest Livingston with 24 total points. That just makes sense for me. They did appear, I believe, in almost every poll, maybe one. They didn't, yeah, they didn't appear in one poll, but six of the seven votes, voters did put them in, so they got to number six in the poll. Makes a lot of sense for me. I had them at six, as did a couple other people. Um, I just think that's kind of where they're at right now. Um, depending, but they might drop down for losing to Mountain City this week, kind of depending on how the voters look at it. I won't ding them a whole lot for losing to Mountain City and East Ashton this year because those are two of the best teams in the state. So we'll kind of see. Albany, they got Worth County this week. If they can beat Worth County, they'll definitely jump into the top five next week, no doubt in my mind, and I think just be a step behind North Andrew. Um, so we'll see kind of what happens there with Albany. If they can get a big upset win, they'll kind of pull up the standings. If they lose... I probably won't bump them down a whole lot because they've lost to Mountain City and Worth County. That's If you lose to Mountain City and Worth County, you're, com- you're competitive in both those games. I know the score didn't look great last week. They were in that one until Mountain City won like a 42-0 run. Albany's still a good football team. Um, right now they're hanging on to that seven spot. Uh, Oric, they only fell a couple spots to eight. Um, I'm not as high on Oric. They got 11 points, uh, just barely ahead of the team tied at nine. I think there's a lot of teams after the top seven between 8 and, like, 16, you could rank teams any way you want to. They have Oric at 8. And then a three-way tie at 9 with 10 points apiece for King City, North Shelby, and Osceola. What I don't understand here, and I just can't figure it out, is how King City is ranked over DeCab. DeCab beat King City on the football field head-to-head, 42-34. to We watched it happen just two weeks ago. And somehow, King City is still getting more love than DeCap. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but that's the way it is. I'm glad to see North Shelby and Osceola both in there. They were both in mine. I had them at 9 and 10, North Shelby, then Osceola, respectively, in my ballot. Um, Appleton City with 8 points, just 2 points away from getting the top 10. As I said, I had them ranked, um, as did two other people. They're just not getting a whole lot of love across the board for them. Rockport also got 8 points. That doesn't make any sense to me either. While they're getting more votes than DeCab right now, they got worked by DeCab in week one. I don't understand. I know Rockport has had a nice couple of wins over the last couple of weeks, but they were a 34-6 to win over Platte Valley and a 74-50 to win over Stewardsville. Those two of the 
of the lower teams in the conference. They should win those games. They should probably win them more convincingly. Convincingly. So I'm not sure why Rockport got so much love. Uh, there was actually one voter who put them at six in the rankings above King City Handicap. So that don't make any sense to me. Or and over Albany, so that didn't make any sense for, to me. But that's the way the voters voted. Uh, DeCab, they got seven first. They got seven votes. Um, LeBlanc got three, and Stanbury got two. Why LeBlanc and Stanbury still getting votes? Kind of beyond me, but that's just the way it goes with the voting as of right now. And we'll kind of see how they all kind of flip flop and move around going forward. Um, I do believe Appleton City is one of the better teams in the state, and I believe that they'll they'll be in the rankings. I believe next week. Um, with King City and Osceola both playing top five teams, they might just drop down and out just a little bit and give Appleton City a room to get into the top ten uh, going forward. So that's what I have for you guys this week. I will have a show after the game is over. I went about 25 minutes today. Hope you guys have a good one. Thank you, everybody, for the kind words last couple of days. I do really appreciate it. Um, Make sure you guys tune in to KNIM. I'll be in Graham for Platte Valley at South Holt Nottaway Holt. Platte Valley 1-2 and two on the year. Finally got a big win last week against Northwest Nottaway at home in their home opener. Uh, the Spartans looking for a win number one, but um, they started 0-3 last year and finished 5-6 and six in the year. Just kind of their schedule is a little bit weird. A lot very front-loaded for them this season. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I'll talk to you guys Friday night after the games are over. Um, that's all I got for you guys. Hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Thank you for all the teams that post your stats on Max Preps in a timely fashion. It makes my life a little bit easier when you guys do that. And I'll talk to you guys on Friday night after the game. Or make sure you guys tune in to KNIM 95.9 for Platte Valley at South Holt, not only Holt. Thank you guys. Have a good rest of your night.